Hello, hello. 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 Should we harmonize? Did we? Wait, I think, I think we, we just, just did. did. Yeah. We planned that. That was cute. We did that on purpose. We weren't even like ready. You're welcome. No, you're right. We did it on purpose. Yeah, you're welcome. Hi, guys. Hi. Welcome back or welcome. But hopefully welcome Hopefully back. welcome yeah, back. Yeah, I hope you saw the first one. Last week, oh, we last talked about week. Carrie Farber. I know. Sad. Sad case. Crazy bitch, though, Liz Goyer. It's it's a lot of things. Yeah. If you haven't seen that case, make sure you watch it because it is, like you said, a lot of things. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot, yeah. a lot. Also, hi, I'm Kate, if you're new. Yeah, and I'm Peyton. 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 It's hard to say my name without the T like that, though, because everyone thinks I'm saying Kate. Yeah, I noticed that yeah. if you just say, hey, I'm Peyton. Yeah. Even with the mm, Yeah, they the still end. say Kate. Oh, Kate? Yeah. See, we work together outside of the podcast, and I have you heard people say yeah. that to me? Yeah, yeah. Like, people will ask me my name, and I'll say Peyton, and then I'll be like, oh, hi, Kate. And I'm like, it's okay. It's fine. Yeah, it's I, kind I, of I let the same say, thing. Yeah, we're so similar, Almost but the so same different. Person. Yeah, so... It makes sense why people think we're the same. But anyways, yeah, that's us. Peyton and Kate. Or otherwise known as Kate and Kate. Kate and Kate. <laughs> also, we're two cult girls. Welcome. We're not just... I almost said Peyton and Kate. <laughs> and we're not just Kate and Peyton. Yes, or Kate and Kate. <laughs> How many of you are old enough to remember the show Pete and Pete? I think I've heard of that. It's so good and so dumb. It's, it was like a cartoon, like Beavis and Butthead type no, thing. No, it was no. A, like a weird, I think it was Nickelodeon, but it was like a weird show that was on Nickelodeon. Nickelodeon needs to sponsor us. This is the second episode out of our two episodes. Also, Iggy Pop was on it. Okay. So it, like he was like the weird dad janitor, okay. I think, or something like that. But the brothers were both named Pete and Pete. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Today. Who's ready to talk about crazy people? I know. Who's ready? And I think this one, many, many, many of you may already know this case, but we just had to cover it. You, it's Is it a true crime podcast or channel or anything if you don't talk about Jodi Arias? It's also, guys, if you're just tuning in, we're doing a whole series on crazy bitches. Yes. And I feel like she might be the queen yeah. of crazy bitches. Oh, yeah. So congratulations, Jody! You're actually a queen. You are. I remember what you sent me um, the last podcast on the left. Uh, there are two podcasts about Jody, and I remember there was something they said that was so funny to me. They were talking about like um, how Jody was considered like super hot and everything. And yeah. how she was like a 10 in serial killer world. And I thought that was so funny. Also, shout out to last podcast on the left. Seriously, you I've guys are awesome. I've listened to you guys for years. Yeah, shout you're so out funny. Wisconsin. Yeah, she's ben. obsessed. I'm not obsessed. You're obsessed. Okay, I might be. But like a not, I'm going to skin you guys kind of obsessed. Just I wouldn't judge you. I mean, I think it's a free space. We like to talk about skinning here. This is true. <laughs> Hi, guys. Because if I had it my way, I would be wearing Bailey Asarian skin. And you know that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. But is it appropriate, though, for me to skin men? I think. And wear them? 
It's 2021 and anything goes. Henry would make a nice jacket. <laughs> he Sorry, would make Henry. a nice little windbreaker. <laughs> like a fur, yeah. a ginger fur. <laughs> it's fine. We're all gingers. Exactly. We're uh, Regardless of our hair, Kate's got blue, blue hair. hair. I don't I've even know if you guys can black. see my eyebrows, yeah. but they're red. I dye mine because I'm insecure about that. Well, I was going to color mine in. Instead, I just filled them in. You have such good eyebrows, though. So. Oh, my God. Thank you. You're welcome. Even though you think you can't see them. I can see them. They're really good. I mean, you're right next to me, though. Yeah. Guys, yeah. are you ready to talk about I'm so ready to talk about Jody, The queen of crazies? Yeah. Okay. So, if you haven't heard of this case, I don't know if you've been under a rock or what, but this was actually the first case I ever watched on TV. It's just very interesting, so we're going to get into it. So, Jody Ann Arias was born on July 9th, 1980 in Salinas, California, to Selena. her parents, William Angel- Angelo and Sandra Arias. So, Jody was cancer. Mm-hmm. She was cancer. She is so the most sense. cancer cancer it gets. She's yes. a cancer aspect. Like, if you had to put a picture on what a cancer would be it would just yes. be jody oh feel bad for me i'm the no. victim and everything i want to do so many interviews Actually, i wouldn't I hurt a fly in one of her interviews she said she wouldn't be charged as guilty because the jury would never do that to a woman yes i remember that but we'll get to that we'll get to that later yeah we'll get to mm. her like we said that Liz Goyer was a narcissist. I think this is this is his narcissist. His narcissism. Gets. We should just rename this everything narcissist. Yes, I would thousand percent agree. Oh yeah. So yeah, she was like a cancer in all cancers. Her I bet all three. Like her big Dude, three. Dude, I know. I hate cancer so much. I'm sorry I'm if sorry. you're a cancer and you're listening. But she I have, just put you all in one box. No, I did. I'm sorry. There. Okay, she's there's one cancer. For one, I like. she's being the mean one. I know. The bone I have to pick with cancers is that they're the victim in situations they manipulated their way into. If you're a cancer and watching this, please continue. And if you feel please offended by us. that... That's probably because you you're like that. I feel like I need to start every podcast with, if you feel offended by us at all. Please leave. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Just go. I'm going to offend you <laughs> at some point down the road. Sorry if I just did. And I don't strive for it, but I'm pretty much an asshole. Well, the thing I appreciate about you with like the things that you say that could, could be considered offensive, you know, it's all out of honesty. You know what I mean? Truth. And a lot of the time, it's because if it offends you, it's true. You know what I mean? That is fact. It's not like you're fact. offensive just to be an asshole. No. You're offensive because it's things people don't want to hear. You know You know when somebody says, well, I'm just saying what everybody's thinking. That's actually you. Does that, that's me. Yeah. I'm not just being a prick to be a mm. prick. I'm just literally saying what you're thinking yeah because most of the time where you call me out it's because i would need to be called out you know what i mean called you out mean i don't think i've ever been never mean you did make me cry one time (laughs) but it was out of love so when yeah it wasn't like like i was just like no you weren't like mean no well i mean i was okay yeah but it wasn't in a mean sense and it wasn't it wasn't you that made me cry it was the conversation yeah the thoughts that 
were coming yeah, in my, my head. Yeah, my words weren't yeah. meant to be hurtful. So basically, I have a big fear of driving. I hate it so much. And Kate's the kind of, she'll give you tough love. You know what I mean? That's the kind of person she is. And one day at work, I was like, fuck this. I'm not driving home because it was snowing outside. And I have driven in the snow maybe twice in my life. And if you guys are from the Midwest, specifically Wisconsin, you know that we get a lot of snow. It hits and, and it's, it's hard. It, it, yeah. I mean, even a dusting makes the roads a nightmare. So Super. I understand the fear. Yeah. It's not oh, yeah. fun. Yeah. But you were just trying to help me be able to live my life comfortably. Yes. And basically just telling me I need, Yeah. Like, face it because otherwise you're always going to be afraid of it. Yeah, exactly. And it was just... You didn't make me cry. It was the thought of driving in snow that made me cry. I don't but I did it anybody. and I survived. Yeah. Yeah. If, if it I wasn't for you, I wouldn't you have done when it. I got home to tell you, yeah. like, listen, just go slow. They're not as terrible. Yeah. You did as it out it of a place of love and I felt the love. Okay. I was, I didn't feel angry at okay. you. I tried, I will try not to make anybody no, else cry. That was totally, that was a good cry. It needed to happen. Yeah. You came in the back room, you gave me a crystal, made it all better. I did. Yeah, it felt good. It was nice. It was a good, it was a good cry. I needed it. So yeah, enough of our therapy session. Back to Jodi. She was a cancer. Fuck her. Jodi grew up with four siblings, two brothers and two sisters. One of them was a half sister. I don't know if that's important, but I just felt like it was important Mm. to add it in there. Yeah. I don't know if it was important, but I felt it was important. Did they talk, like in any of the interviews that you watched, besides her mom and dad, because I know her parents came to the yeah. trials, like, repeated. Like, they stood by her side. One of her sisters did. Like, did her siblings? Yeah, one of her sisters who Jody, <laughs> I remember her, it was a big thing in the prosecution, because she called her sister stupid in a phone call to Travis or something like that, and so the prosecution kept saying on, the, like, on the stand, but she kept talking about her sister, he would go, her, your stupid sister? <laughs> You're talking about your stupid sister? Okay, sorry guys if there was like a weird cutoff or pause. We were having some technical difficulties. My Peyton's phone, phone. Yeah, we were using that to record the video because my camera won't record longer than 16 minutes. And apparently my phone doesn't either. <laughs> I don't have enough iCloud storage, so it shut off on me. Fuck you, Apple. For real. Anyways, Jody had siblings. One of them was a stupid sister. Jody's family... <laughs> said she had a great upbringing although jody has made allegations that she was abused she said that around age seven her parents would beat her with a wooden spoon or a belt and she also said that her father was a very aggressive man who would shove her into walls if she did anything wrong and like choke her and her parents also called the cops on her one time for growing weed on the roof or in the attic or something like that you know it's very back and forth whether people think that's abuse or not I don't. I I do to an extent. Like, if it was, like, a really bad beating. Because I know people who have been, like, hit with belts and, like, spanked a in their childhood. Spoon. It's so normal. Raise your hand if you're watching right. this and your mom spanked you with a wooden spoon. A lot of people, or a lot of things I read, people didn't classify it as abuse. I don't. I'm, it, it, I don't. It was just her cop-out in I, this case. It, it's so obvious. Yeah. Also, your parents should have called the cops on you for yeah. growing weed. Well, you'll see how, with the way she acts that, I mean, I would have called the cops on her all the time. Are you kidding me? Yeah. She seems like the worst. Like, it wasn't like she just woke up one day and became like this. Like, she was always this awful person, apparently. Her parents literally... <laughs> 
fucking you know did you're not awful like her. When even your parents know you're awful, and her parents seemed so sweet, are this like seemed very sweet, like normal. <laughs> Like, they just seemed like parents who were trying to raise children in the 90s. And a troubled one. A troubled child. Just one who needed more attention than most. Yeah. So, at age 10, Jodi developed a love for photography, and she said she wanted to be a photographer, and it stayed a big hobby of hers into her adulthood, which is really funny in this case, Mm -hmm. I think. We'll talk about that later. She had a knack for cameras. Yeah. (laughs) Joni actually dropped out of high school in her junior year while she was living with her boyfriend, Bobby, who thought he was a vampire. Shout out, vampires. Bobby thought he was a vampire. A vampire in California. A vampire in California. The sunshine state. Yes. What kind of vampire were you, Bobby? I mean, I honestly think that now, if a guy told a girl he was a vampire... They would totally go for it. TikTok right now is all about that shit. Little honey. just, I think it was on TikTok today. Yeah. It was like, vampires are real. Yeah, they've been showing their fangs and everything. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> People don't think it's edited. But Lil Huddy just came out with a song. He's like one of the biggest TikTokers called, I, I'm a 21st century vampire. I believe in energy vampires. I don't even know what that is. It's just somebody who sucks the life out of you. Oh, because absolutely. Because it, like, it gives, yeah, like, that joy sucker. to, yeah. like, Maybe just that's be what Bobby a was. human being. I mean, No, I, I believe that, like, in the early 90s, he probably really did think that, like, he... Was a vampire. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Thank you, interview with a vampire. <laughs> While she was living with Bobby, she was pursuing her dream of photography, and the couple actually broke up when Jody found out that Bobby was spending all of his money on porn websites. Classy guy he is. He's just a horny vampire. What was even, like, it wasn't Pornhub. It was like a cam girl thing, I'm pretty sure. Ew. Yeah. even worse. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was, like, giving all of his money to, like, one girl or some shit. Yeah. If you're that girl, can you contact us? Yeah. Dying to know. I need to know. I need to know about this vampire. Did he tell you he was a vampire? Did he ask for your blood? <laughs> Is that why he subscribed to you? Did you ever see his coffin? Also, if I'm stereotyping vampires, I'm sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I, I have very few references. Very little knowledge on vampires. We may be as pale as them, but we aren't We them. might actually look like we belong on Twilight, but, we, but we're, we're not. We're not. <laughs> After the breakup, Jody went and moved in with her grandparents. She was still pursuing photography and working other small jobs on the side, like I said. One of these small jobs was a server at Ventana Inn and Spa in Carmel, California. Carmel? Camel? Caramel? I think it's, it's Carmel. Carmel. Yeah. I think it's Carmel. Yeah, I don't know. Carmel-Caramel debate will be one that lives forever. <laughs> but Isn't there supposed to be another A if it's like caramel? Yeah. This yeah, I'm just caramel. stupid. Like, there's a Carmel, Indiana weird yeah okay so in carmel caramel california that's an onomatopoeia no it's not (laughs) what is that an alliteration an An alliteration god (laughs) daryl brewer who was in charge of hiring and training the restaurant employees there stayed in the same staff housing building as jody and the two hit it off even though daryl was 40 and jody was 21 but the age difference didn't really seem to bother him They began hooking up, and then in January of 2003, they started dating. 
Things grew more and more serious between the couple, and they actually purchased a home together in Palm Desert, California in May of 2005. I didn't know this. Yeah. I knew they dated. I didn't know they bought a house together. Yeah. Dude, their mortgage was crazy expensive. They both paid $2,008 a month. It's Palm Desert. Yeah. But they both worked at a freaking restaurant and spa. How are they affording a house where they both have to pay over $2,000 a month just in that mortgage. Oh, I know, right? That's insane. But they both agreed to pay that half. And Jody really took their relationship to an extreme. She was the boy crazy girl yeah. all throughout her life. I mean, obviously, she drops out of high school to go live with a vampire who I mean, moved his life across the state. She was a pick-me oh, girl. She was such a pick-me girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was the kind of girl who would transform into the kind of guy or the kind of girl the guy she was with wanted her to yeah. be. She was a chameleon. And, yeah. And she, she did that with Daryl. All of them. She copied everything his ex-wife did. His ex-wife got a boob job. She got a boob job. His ex-wife went blonde. She went blonde. Shut up. She had a boob job? Yeah. Why did I not know this? I don't know, but I realized that when I was watching her interviews. She has amazing boobs. I mean, good it makes for sense. her. No, yeah. But they did you a little good you didn't use them to their full potential well she kind of did mm. they could have taken you further in life yeah she could have been like a stripper so she really was just copying everything daryl's ex-wife was doing because daryl would talk about his ex-wife all the time and I mean, they even moved their house was right next to his ex-wife he had kids right yeah so like they had to kind of have yeah and he was very obvious though like still in love with his ex-wife jody actually decided to pick up a job selling insurance at prepaid legal services in summer of 2006 and from what i've read about it, it's basically just a pyramid scheme it's one of those like you pay money to be a part of it and then you recruit people yes that's exactly what it is yeah it's like the equivalent of somebody messaged you on facebook right now hey i work with arbon yeah do you want to buy my you interested lotion? in working for my MLM? It costs you $300. But in the future, you can make a lot of money. You may own a pink Cadillac. Ew. Yeah. It was one of those things. And someone walked in while Jody was working and offered her a job. And she was like, hell yeah, I'll pay money to work for you. She was stupid. But <laughs> listen, guys, if anybody says, if you pay money... You can work with me. Don't do it. Don't do it. No. It goes the other way around. Exactly. You should never have to pay money. If to they make, want like, you, it. they pay you. Exactly. You're not a hooker. Daryl said that Jody became very financially irresponsible after taking this job, so things started to trail off a bit. I mean, obviously, she was kind of financially irresponsible. She spent over $200 to get a job like it doesn't you don't need to so she was very financially irresponsible and he said that it kind of made them fall off a little bit together I yes. mean, he's 40 he's got a, he's a middle-aged man watching basically a child make poor yeah, decisions exactly so they were still living together and they were still together but it just wasn't the same I guess at this point. Because he finally realized she's a child yeah <laughs> exactly but Jody was good at manipulating i guess i don't know but she was good at sucking dick <laughs> uh, she had to be she had to listen, be listen she gave the dome of golden domes yes like as she... in the last case dave krupa must have had like a long of a penis she must have had like she gave brains like a motherfucking yeah. professor well, she called them mouth hugs Ew, I forgot yeah. about that. She called them. I forgot, I forgot about that. <laughs> Gross. 
But in September that same year, Jody ends up attending a conference for work in Las Vegas. This is where she would meet Travis Alexander, a sales rep with PPL Services. And let's talk about Travis for a little bit. So, <laughs> Kate, I know you got a lot to say about Travis. Let me let me just introduce him quick, <laughs> okay? Before I'm just, you start, I'm, I'm just preparing off on him for. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I know, okay. I know. So, Travis Victor Alexander was born July 28, 1977, in Riverside, California. So, he was a Leo, Mm. I think. Does that make him a Leo or a Cancer? I think it makes him a Leo. Correct me if I'm wrong. But a Leo and a Cancer? Ugh! 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 He grew up in a very unfortunate household. His Both his parents were meth addicts, and they were really neglecting to him. And he just lived in a terrible living environment. Um, I heard on the last, pad, last podcast that um, he grew a phobia of bugs because he would wake up with cockroaches all over him. Because he's a bitch. Because, because he's a bitch, yes. The cockroaches only pick out bitches. <laughs> and they got him. <laughs> they found one. And that's why he was so scared. Because he was a bitch. I know. I know. First off, if you're offended easily, like I said earlier, now would be a good time to go. Yeah. Because I'm about to get ugly with this. Do you think that an unfortunate childhood is an excuse to just be a complete fuckboy? No. No way. No be- way. Because he was the epitome of early 2000s fuckboy. Yeah. Right down to his douchey fucking hair. Yeah. Like, he was the guy who, had he lived a little bit longer, would have worn rhinestone jeans. But you also... That's so true. <laughs> but you also have to account for the fact that for Travis's whole life, he was sheltered. So when he finally gets to the point where he can experience these wild crazy sexual things he becomes a fuck boy because he's like oh shit i didn't know what this is all about basically he finally got his dick wet and realized it felt good and decided to stick it in anything that was yeah. moving and then pretend to be well, the good innocent let's not boy. get ahead of ourselves <laughs> so the last podcast we told you guys to do a shot every time peyton says anyways today it's gonna be Today it's going to be, we'll get there. there. Travis's father actually died in 1997, so his grandparents took him in. So he wasn't in that environment for terribly long. He was around 10 or 9 when he got out. So plenty of time to grow into a decent human being. Right, but this is when, so they took him and his his siblings in, and they were Mormon, and they kind of made them become Mormon. So at the point where Travis is becoming, like, he can start to remember things now. He remembers methodic parents neglecting. Dad dies right then. Now he has to be Mormon, which is a super fucked up way of living. Like, I I think Mormonism is one of the most cultiest, the most cultiest religion that it gets. And I thought I was going to be the offensive one. Well, I I know people who are ex-Mormon who are, will yeah. agree with me on I that. I mean, it's a fucked yeah. religion. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not really that sorry. I'm not. It's a fucked religion. I'm all for having like your own religion and stuff. I'm and I I'm, support whatever you believe in. If, also, if you believe in, it, I'm all not gonna make you for not. anything that helps you to feel 
at peace and whole. Yes. Okay, I'm for that. Yes. If that is I'm, your cup of tea, go for I'm it. I'm for anything that allows you to be a decent human being. Yes. However. This doesn't do that. And it doesn't do it for a lot of people. No. That word or whatever your religion is, isn't your card to be a complete prick. Exactly. Like if you do something wrong in Mormonism you are immediately a terrible person and going to hell. If you drink wine, that is like a huge well, what is it? You're or not any allowed alcohol. to drink, smoke, swear, swear, yeah. You're basically not allowed to do anything. You have to be vanilla. It's fuck. Yeah. Like white picket fence vanilla. Like you can't that do anything. It. Yeah. You have to be so filtered. You're almost I mean, you're so censored. To the point where they make you feel bad for having intrusive thoughts. Mm. Which are but thoughts. I, that's we a lot of religions. So a yeah, lot of religions do that. It's just really messed up. And he actually he converted converted to Mormonism when he was ten. He got baptized at the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter day Saints. He really loved being in the Mormon faith because it gave him a sense of community. I mean, he grew up having basically no parents and now having this like big group of people who well, now you ex- have this whole family. Yeah, they you take these, you in. This group of people yeah. who now love you despite because of you. They really are a family and even though it's like messed up, they they are so close it's the very entire much so. church. I mean, you are once you're in that community, you yeah, are in exactly. that community. And so Travis soaked it all up and he really dug deep into the Mormon stuff because it gave him that sense of community. Well, and he, I mean, he loved going on his missions. He loved oh, doing yeah. the, the door knocking and yeah. things. Like he loved, he loved. He was a Leo. He loved talking to people yeah, and being very out. much, it made him the center. Yep. And that was the same with prepaid legal. It mm-hmm. made him the center. I mean, he was a spokesperson. And he was extremely charismatic. Yeah. I mean, he was, like most Leos, once the spotlight is right. on you, it is on you and you will shine. And you'll get the attention. And that's, I mean, that's what he did. Exactly. Um, like you said, he went to a lot of mission trips and he went to a two-year mission trip in Denver. And when he came back, that's when he began working at prepaid legal services and met Jody at the conference. And... From I've heard in a different from a different couple sources that it was just like a coincidence that they were there, but I've also heard that they were set up to meet there by a friend. So I've heard a couple different things. So I'm just gonna say that <laughs> you do with that what you will. Yeah. Either way, they met there. Yeah. And coworkers of Travis and Jody said they really hit it off when they met. Like it was instant chemistry. Like people <laughs> said that they felt like they had to leave the room. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. I can see that. They yeah. oh yeah. They like they had just an instant instant connection. Mm-hmm. And so Jody just thought Travis was hilarious and he thought she was an absolute smoke show. And a lot of attraction was between the two. So they exchanged numbers. And while they were together at the conference, Travis was telling Jody about his Mormon faith. And so Jody decided she was going to kind of use that as her in with Travis and to get him to see her again. So, like I said, they exchanged numbers, and about a week later, they ended up meeting up to talk about Mormonism and getting Jody baptized. And like, like I said, she was really. Just I mean, she was going to weasel in. her way. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she was going to use this as exactly. She because just, she knew that he would talk about it exactly, and like that's that, that's basically and, his job, and that's right? what he like, loved to get you to come to my church. Yeah, and if she were to go to his church and be that perfect Mormon girl. He would be into her. They started talking about Mormonism stuff, and they were doing some pretty un-Mormon-like things together that day. She liked to suck dick. Yeah, and she did. 
Or what did she call it? Mouth, a mouth, mouth hug. hug. A mouth hug. They gave each other a mouth hug. Ew. Well, like, I guess he did. Think about that, like, because like when you hug, you embrace. Yeah. She embraced all right. But she was like embracing. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jody's real path in life was to be a porn star because she really loved thriving off of like her sexual her sexuality yeah oh yeah yeah. so they had oral sex and jody was really into travis and wanting something serious with him even though she was still living with her ex-boyfriend daryl at this time but that didn't really last long like daryl said they fell off anyways so he didn't really care no i I guess yeah kind of waiting for it yeah because he didn't want to be the one to end it yeah she he was an old guy she was young he was like okay i'm kind of over this anyways back in with his ex I don't know. Like they just combined houses. They probably did. They just like joined them. Probably. She was still living with him and Travis didn't want to be with a girl who wasn't baptized at the Mormon church, like I said. So, of course, on November 26, 2006, Jody was baptized and she even said that she did it to become closer with Travis. I mean, she didn't do it because she wanted to be a Mormon. No. She did it because Absolutely she wanted not. to rail him. Rail? Who says rail? I do. That's probably where I got it from. Probably. It's not a word I would ever use. Yeah, I say rail. 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 Where you did, wanted to rail her? I was just about to go on like in. a whole other, like where the fuck did that, like how did that <laughs> become the word that described boning? There's so many things I think about, like porking. I've heard that one. What? Have you ever watched the movie Porkies? No. Okay, you have to watch the movie Porkies. You give me movie suggestions every day. You should start making a list. I need to make I, or you I a list. Yeah. Yeah, because... I like good movies. Me too. And you like to laugh. Can you tell Kate likes movies? <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. If you're listening and not watching, our backdrop is horror movie posters. Yeah, and they're it's great. A cute setup. I like it. Yeah. There's also skulls everywhere in my house. Oh, I love it. Not I real skulls. Like I, I don't have like human skulls. Wouldn't be surprised if they were. But like I feel mm, human skulls need to stay where they were. I think I feel like that's like just bringing I agree. bad juju. <laughs> I don't think you should ever have a real human's head in your home. But I just feel like like if I were gonna go buy a skull, like I don't even want an animal skull. I feel like that's no. like it's mean Mm-mm. to whoever or whatever that belonged to. I know, like the whole body needs to be intact. Yeah, I for agree. them to carry on. Yeah, keep the goddamn bodies together if you're gonna fucking kill them. Okay, <laughs> for real. So like I said, Jody was still living with her ex boyfriend Daryl at the time in California and Travis was living in Mesa, Arizona. So the two would travel a lot together and exchange emails to maintain their relationship. And they would also stay at Travis's friend's house. Um, it was the Hughes' house, Sky and Chris Hughes. Mm-hmm. They would stay there sometimes until Sky Hughes became uncomfortable with Jody and actually said she couldn't stay there. But I mean, long. they kind of like, I mean, they took advantage of the fact that, I mean, their, their friend had made it very clear that they had separate rooms. Yeah. But I feel like Jody being Jody yeah. and Travis being who he was. They went about that. They and... probably crossed lines that they shouldn't have crossed in oh, your yeah. friend's house. Yeah. Like, it's no secret that they were there to bang each other. Yeah. Um. However, it was very much against their friend's rules being that they weren't married to do those things. But Jody was one of those people that once she kind of figured out your ins and outs, she would kind of weasel into things she'd push them she yeah she would yeah. push her boundaries she was very much like oh that's my line i'm yeah. crossing it totally. and then i'm gonna draw a new one and then i'm gonna cross that one like yeah. that was and i feel if i was somebody's wife and this was happening in my house i would be uncomfortable with it too absolutely yeah you know what i like I, i'm giving you rules i'm letting you be nice like i'm being nice yeah. enough to let you stay here 
can you just respect my roof? Like, respect my rules. Mm -hmm. Remember, you're in my house. Travis was a big guy in the Mormon church, so they couldn't have people knowing they were sleeping together. And he didn't like that. And he made it very clear to Jody he didn't like when she was like that. So they traveled together because it just kind of made it easy for them to see each other and fuck. (laughs) It's literally what it was. They just had sex. I mean, that's all the trip was. Yeah. That's what they were for. Oh, yeah. That's the entirety. She was kind of like Travis's little side piece while he Mm -hmm. maintained this perfect Mormon life. Mm -hmm. And he loved that. Oh, yeah. His friends thought he was a virgin. Well, his friends also thought that he was like this innocent good old boy. Yeah, until Jody. In December that same year, Jody and Daryl both moved out of the house and went their separate ways. And Jody had her eyes set on getting Travis Alexander. And eventually she did. Mm-hmm. Her and Travis started dating in February of 2007. And Travis seemed to be really falling for Jody at the beginning. He even said that he was jealous of whoever got to spend the rest of his life with her. I mean, he was smitten by her you know yeah. he's completely taken because she was extremely charismatic she was very much like we said earlier a chameleon yeah so if she was in any kind of situation or any kind of room she kind of owned that space yeah she was you you know those people who walk in and just demand that attention yes. they don't have to do or say anything they just demand it yeah that was jody that was jody yeah and, and she it, also was a blonde with big tits so it was such a bad blonde though. I know. It was a really it, it was, was brassy. Really bad. Yeah. But I mean early two thousands. Everyone was uh, kind of a bad zero blonde. excuse. Well, it's better than those chunky highlights. Which are coming back. <sighs> Stop. They're coming Stop. back. Stop. Stop. Jody ends up moving to Mesa, Arizona to become closer to Travis. And I some places I heard that she got her own house. Some say that she lived with him. She said that she lived there. But I think that was just in her crazy brain. Because I think she did have her own house. She just stayed there the whole time. time. Because he had two other roommates. Yeah. Well, not until later. He didn't get roommates until he couldn't afford it anymore. Because he bought a house. And then he was like, oh, shit. I can't afford to do this on my own. And Yeah, they even said. I mean, they said that he was basically like living beyond his means. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He thought he had more money than he did, I guess. After Jody moved there, their relationship kind of started to crumble, too. Because Travis was starting to see some red flags in Jody. He wasn't oblivious to her craziness and her weirdness. And she was becoming very possessive and jealous over him. And that's when she would accuse him of cheating all the time. Mm -hmm. All the fucking time. All the time. Like... I mean, to be fair, she wasn't too far off. I think she broke up with him, actually, because she saw that he was texting some girl and she couldn't handle it. It wasn't like cheating. No. She was it, just pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Because he didn't jealous. actually, he never actually cheated on her. No. I, I don't believe. No, not that from what I saw. Travis really couldn't see anything more with Jody other than a sexual relationship. And they broke up in June of 2007. But they continued that sexual relationship because Travis couldn't get enough of those mouth hugs. Guys, guys, listen to me here. If it seems like she's really good at sucking your dick, but she might also slit your throat. Don't do it. She's probably going to slit your throat too. Yeah. So you'll get good brains, but she's going to slit your throat. He fucked Jody still, even after they broke he up. He fucked Jody still, <laughs> still fucking to her. go right back at it. <laughs> yeah, he was fucking her. And Jody knew that he saw her as just this hot sex symbol. Mm-hmm. And she used that to her advantage to keep him around. Because I mean, she was she kind really of okay wanted. with it. Oh, yeah. Because as long as she had Travis in her life, she didn't really care. It was the attention. Yeah. It was, it was the pure attention. Yeah. Like, as long as she... But specifically from Travis. As long as she was getting the D. Yeah. 
then she felt that she still had an in. Yeah, she still had his attention. And a lot of girls do that, though. Yeah. If he's still banging me, then he still has to care, exactly. right? Oh, yeah. I know so many girls You know what I mean? That. But, I've like, that realistically, before. that's not how yeah. it ever works. Exactly. Yeah. Because a hole's a hole. Exactly. And you're yeah, not the only one. Hole. She was just a hole. Mm. Yeah. A few of them. Yeah. A few of them. And we we saw a couple of them. Multiple. <laughs> But it didn't take long for Travis to start seeing other girls. I mean, he was a real hot commodity in the Mormon church. Everyone thought he was a stud. You know, but he wasn't unattractive. I don't think he was unattractive. I don't think. I mean, he's not my cup of tea. No. But no. early 2000s hots? Yeah. Yeah. In early 2000s? Oh, my God. Yeah. In he early 2000s like hot? Jersey Shore, Spring Breakers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah yes. Yeah. Yes. He had the cool sunglasses. Minus like the hair. F- fist bumping. Because I don't yeah, think he Yeah. I don't think he would have fist bumped. But no. I mean, I think he could have. Not important. I, I feel like he was the guy who, like, did the worm to impress people. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And the that was robot. his one and only move. I can do the robot. Uh, 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 uh. So, Travis is seeing other women, right? And somehow, Jody hears about this. And she was absolutely pissed. And she began stalking Travis. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She continued to break in his house through the doggy door. What the fuck? Also, how tiny? Like, she had to have been really small. Oh, or she he had a tiny. huge dog. She was tiny. Yeah. I mean, you could fit through a doggy door. I think she was like my size. But from what I looked like, she was me, but with like but she C had or D cut. Yeah, D cut. So, like, how did. How? Well, they were fake. So maybe she just squeezed one through and squeezed another. And then. It was like slime. Yeah. Like, it just. Yeah, like a little putty. How did that go again? Just just squeezed one, in one there, in. Left one okay. Left the other one in there and just slither Guys, through. if you have fake boobs and you fit through a doggy door. Let us know. Will you please video it? Because I need to know. Yeah, I don't think that she was too big. I think she was similar to my size. But um, yeah, she would see like other girls coming over there and she went through the doggy door. And sometimes she would break in and then climb into his bed naked while he was sleeping and there were times where Travis would come home to her sleeping in his bed. How did she, how would it, how do you even explain that? How, Besides like, oh, sorry. Like, this isn't where I parked my car. <laughs> this isn't where I parked my car. No, I think she did it more of like, she thought it was like a sexy role play thing. And I think that's the only reason why Travis wasn't so freaked out about it. But then she ended up slashing his tires twice. And he still banged her. Yeah. So there was definitely behavior he was encouraging. Because I mean, he. I think that he liked a level of crazy. And I think there's a, way, a lot yeah. of people that like oh, that yeah. level of crazy. Like, it drives them insane. But it's but it so also hot. hot to them. Yeah. Like, it's like what their turn on is. Yes. It's like how some guys, like, super mean, mean girls, you know what I mean? That'll hurt them because they just think it's hot for some reason. Which is so, like, they'll complain about it. I know, like, and then still go back to it at the same time. My ball and chain. She's awful. Oh, she's so mean to me. I don't know. Blah, 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 blah. Probably because <laughs> you like it and you egg it on. Yes. And I think that Travis was that person. Yes. I think that he enjoyed yeah. the attention he was getting from the crazy. Mm-hmm. You and know what I mean? he would complain about Jody stalking him to his friends. And they'd be like, dude, stop seeing Then get then. away. And then he took up with her that yeah. night oh she slashed your tires you should totally fuck her so weird i, I don't just know start why saying that to people yeah literally but she even began sending anonymous threatening emails to travis and the girls he was seeing which is very liz goyer isn't yeah. it yeah yeah very liz goyer like i said travis told his friends about it and they were like dude yeah like what are you stop. doing stop 
And his friend Sky Hughes, the Hughes that he they were staying with, Sky was the wife of Chris Hughes. She pulled him aside while Jody was there, and she actually heard Sky say this. But Sky told Travis that she was scared that she that they were gonna find Travis chopped up in Jody's freezer one day, and Jody heard because she was standing outside the door, <laughs> eavesdropping, and like Sky knew it, like yes. Sky felt it, and yes. told like Travis opened the door and there's Jody. And that that didn't just happen once that night. Mm-mm. It happened twice. Mm-hmm. And that's when Sky was like, okay, she's never coming She's back. not welcome in my home. No, I don't want her here yeah. anymore. She's scary. Travis had made multiple comments like this himself where he would t- like say to his friends, don't be surprised if you don't see me in church next Sunday. And then would still hook but up with her. But like, it was like he egged it on. I know. It's like, I feel bad for you. And it's definitely like foreshadowing what happens. But why did you still hook up with her if you genuinely were scared? Dude, he took every red flag he ever got and decorated with him. <laughs> that's exactly that's, that's the what best it was. Way you could have described it. He decorated with them. He decorated with yeah. them. Yeah. He didn't see them as a problem. He, hung them up. he decided they were portraits. Yeah. And they were beautiful. Beautiful. They were hot. We need to frame these. Despite the stalking, still couldn't stay away. And they actually started traveling together together again in March two thousand eight. And from what I read, they kind of traveled together on their on and off relationship because his friends didn't approve of Jody. Well, there was nowhere else for them to stay. Yeah. Like, I don't know why. I mean, she lived with her grandparents, I guess. That's why they didn't go to Jody's house. And Travis now had roommates, so they couldn't see him with her, you know? But I feel like, I mean, she had gone there before while her roommate. Like, I feel like the roommates knew. I don't know, but. We'll talk about the roommates later because they were also so oblivious to so many things. So maybe they didn't know. In April of 2008, Jody moves back to California from Arizona and she claimed that this is the last time she ever saw Travis. And even so, they still continued to sext and send dirty pictures to each other. They were dirty. They were dirty. They were really dirty. It's all documented. Every sexual... I mean, I guess if, like, any, like, if anybody had to transcribe our sexting. Oh, yeah. That you know would what I mean? Like, it would be, it would be uncomfortable. Yeah. Because they don't, I mean, they weren't doing anything out of the normal. No. Sex is cringy if anyone else is listening to you. It yes. really is. But that's what I mean. So, like, yeah. their sexting wasn't, I mean, it, she was a dirty bitch. Yeah. But if anybody had to transcribe anything we've ever said dirty. Oh, God. It would be just as crunchy. Oh my god, I would kill myself. I mean, I would have like offed my off, off my off, off your off. I would have offed my off on that stand. No, I would have. Oh my god, could you? I mean, honestly, yeah. No, there was nothing hot about it. Reason number fifty-five. Well, I'll never kill anybody. I don't want my sex. I mean, I don't want my life out there, there, Uh -uh. which is exactly what would happen. Yeah. So, petition to not murder anybody. Thank you, promise. <laughs> in May of 2008, so the same year, that May, Jody's grandparents' home was robbed, and all that's been stolen is a 25 caliber pistol. I think it was, like, some change. Like, there was little things that were stolen, like, a couple change and, like... Yeah, it was, like, enough to make it look... Try to make that, it like, look Like, they try to make it look like they there was an actual robbery but there were also electronics and cash sitting out that hadn't been stolen so it didn't really look like a robbery yeah it was like it's it's like when you were a kid and you were told to eat everything on your plate and you just moved it around yes like that's that's what this was like it was like enough to look disheveled yeah but the only big thing that was stolen was a 25 caliber pistol why is it why 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 is it always the gun 
Always. Why does a gun always magically go missing? I don't understand. Because they don't want to register it in their name to look guilty. I mean, listen, if you... even worse. If my gun goes missing, Peyton, I know who did it. If your gun goes missing, go to witness protection. Because it never never means good if something goes missing. No. At the beginning of June 2008... Travis's Facebook gets hacked, and he suspected that it was Jody because... Why wouldn't it be? Exactly. And he finally seemed fed up with her shit. He told her he didn't want her in his life anymore and cut off communication. He was that's like, what, fuck that, you. That's what broke it, right? Yeah. You hacked my Facebook. That is what fucking broke not it. Not slashing my tires. Breaking in through my doggy door. Not apparently, falling asleep in my bed naked when I'm not home. Apparently, there are phone calls, like voicemails, Jody left Travis, like, of her like, ha I'm so funny, like... I'll, maybe I'll break in through your doggy door again. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, because it wasn't like there was a consequence. No. So to her, then it was like a game. Like, That's oh, he's I, so he yeah. liked this. That's what I said. Like, so I should, I should do this more. It encouraged the behavior. You have he, four she never tires. Got in trouble. Like mm-hmm. that. I mean, that was like that. That was what yeah. he was into. Oh yeah. He and was he, a psycho he, lover. Well, he also liked when Jody was. Like the naughty girl, you know what I mean. And so, whenever he would yell at her for those things, it always turned into sex. It'd be like, "Oh, so I'm naughty for breaking in your house? Are you gonna punish me?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And horny little Travis, mm-hmm. who's closed off in his Mormon life, was like, "Uh, yeah, yeah, you're so naughty. Yeah, I'm gonna punish you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, ew, ew, it, ew. it sounded too ew. real in my ears. Ew. <laughs> but that's what it was like. So she never had any consequences consequences <laughs> but he finally had enough after that because that was like that was the line apparently his facebook is more private than his home and he didn't like that so he got it off and on june 2nd like literally a day later jody decides to take a road trip i, I like to call it a trip down lover's lane because her first stop in this road trip well first she rents a car in redding california from budget rent a car and then her first stop as her ex-boyfriend, Daryl Brewer's house. I mean, we might as well call it the highway to hell. I love that. That's way better than Lover's Lane. Because it's yeah, Lover's Lane sounds too bubbly for what yeah. this trip really was about. Well, she really did. She made so many pit stops. Yeah, but it was kind of like sowing your wild oats before yeah. you, you know, your soul is taken. Yeah. So when she goes to Daryl's, she picks up two gas cans from him and she tells him it's because she's driving to Utah to visit a friend and gas is cheaper in California. So while she's in Utah, she'd rather just stock up on gas now so she doesn't have to stop. So she leaves Daryl's and heads to see her new love interest, Ryan Burns, in West Jordan, Utah. And she was expected to arrive there on June 4th. However, Jody said she went 100 miles in the wrong direction and got lost. And her phone was dead. She couldn't find her charger until she finally pulled over, found it underneath her car seat. And that's when she finally turned around and made it to Utah, resulting in her getting there at 11 a.m. on June 5th. A whole day later. She was supposed to get there like that morning of June 4th and got there June 5th. Do you know that this is the only part that I would have actually believed? Really? Yeah. Because I've done this. Getting wrong. I, I've, really? I've totally gone the right, not never a hundred fucking miles. And but when this your is, phone's dead and she didn't even pull over to check where her charger was. She's, oh my God, my phone's dead and I'm lost. But we're just going to keep driving. Yeah, she didn't pull over until this was she also was way out there. Before like Google Maps, like this, you were using MapQuest. Yeah, so you, why wasn't she using it? You know? <laughs> because she knew exactly where the hell she was going. Exactly. Yeah. 
There's so... See, I wouldn't believe... That's the one part I wouldn't believe. But see, I... Only because I've had to drive using MapQuest. Yeah. You know, where like you don't have... You think you're going in the right direction because there isn't some lady in your ear telling you that you're heading the wrong direction or redirecting. Rerouting. 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 Yeah. Please do a U-turn. You are going in the wrong direction. Shut up. I'm trying. You can fuck off i guess that makes sense you know what i mean that's literally but besides the fact that like she for 100 miles is ridiculous to me because that's never like at what point after like that hour are you just like shit right like and when you see road signs somewhere i mean granted this is in between california and what utah so you're you're what desert yeah but she wasn't between california and utah because she went 100 miles in the wrong direction she would have she was been in California. North, yeah. Or somewhere along there. She would like have seen a road sign. Vada, something? Where she would have seen Where where were there you going, Jody? Yeah. She would have seen something. And so it didn't make sense. But as soon as she plugged her phone in and got service, she decided to call Travis and give him a detailed update on her road trip. We can play that voicemail now. Anyway, right about the time you're starting to gear up. I know Leslie called you, so I already talked to her, so uh you can call her back if you want, but it's not necessary. Um, my phone died, so I wasn't getting back to anybody. Um, and what else? Oh, and I drove 100 miles in the wrong direction. Over 100 miles, thank you very much. So, yeah, remember New Mexico? <clears throat> it was a lot like that. Only you weren't here to prevent me from going into the three digits. So, fun, fun. Tell you all about that later. Um, also, we were talking about, <clears throat> when we were talking about your upcoming travels my way, I was looking at the May calendar, duh. So, I'm all confused. Um, but Heather and I are going to see Othello on July 1st, and we would love for you to co- accompany us. Um, I don't know when Team Freedom's event is, though, but, you know, it's on the list, so we could do, um, we could do Shakespeare, Crater Lake, and the coast. So, if you, make, if you can make it. If not, we'll just do the coast in uh, Crater Lake. But let me know, and I will talk to you soon. Bye. Meanwhile, Travis is set to go on a trip to Mexico with his new love interest and local Mormon girl named Mimi. Who he wasn't banging, apparently. He wasn't banging. They were saving themselves. Well, she was Mormon. Actually Mormon. She not just Jody Mormon. Yeah. Mormon. Not just Jody, like, I'll be Mormon to talk to you. Like, she yeah. was actually Mormon. Can we be Mormon but bang? Right. So, Mimi and Travis were set to go on this vacation together with Travis's two friends, Sky and Chris Hughes, that I mentioned before. And when Travis wasn't answering any of their calls or texts, they began to worry on june 9th several days had passed and sky and chris are in mexico and mimi's still waiting to hear from travis which is like good for you you little innocent bag of sunshine you really thought i know my first instinct would have been like oh he's ghosting oh i got ghosted yeah yeah hers was there has to be a reasonable explanation and why he would ever stand me up because my travis would never do that she was right though mimi decides to take two friends over to travis's to just go check on him because no one had been there and he had roommates in the roommates hadn't said anything to them so they were like we're just gonna go over there and see what's up so one of them actually got the garage code from one of travis's other friends and they went right through the garage and they walked in to see one of travis's roommates named zach billings zach said he hadn't seen or heard from travis either so they decided to go check his room because the door had been shut when they opened the door to travis's room they immediately see a big pool of blood on the carpet like a big pool of blood blood everywhere i mean this room days though so like what kind of roommates do you have that they don't even smell Uh, anything nothing they and 
he had been there for i think it was like five days because with that amount of blood not to mention the decomposition of a human body in the heat of a summer in arizona in mesa arizona like granted i'm sure they have the air on but that doesn't stop decomposition so what did you not smell the iron in the air no did you not rotting flesh like, did you not even walk past his bedroom? Did you not think to ask where you he was? You didn't wonder why his car was still in the garage. And he wasn't there. And he, there's nowhere you haven't seen him. Weird. Does it, never once did you think to knock on the door. Like they were just stupid. Boys. Yeah, they were stupid boys. Oh, it smells. We're boys. Literally. Like, we just need a shower. That's a fun. Stop eating so many beef sticks. <laughs> so his roommate opens the door to travis's bathroom because he had his own private bathroom is what i gathered from this Mm -hmm. and in there he finds travis alexander dead curled up on the floor of his own shower Mm -hmm. which is just uh, one of the things that is so sad to me about this case is how humiliating it is for travis he just gets completely demoralized and his image gets absolutely slandered throughout this case and Half of it's not true. And it's just sad. Like, his dead, naked body is curled up. It's the most, like, demasculating thing to happen to someone. Like I said, it was a it was a fucked up crime scene. Like, oh, blood yeah. everywhere. Every, I mean, there was handprints on the wall. Yeah, there like, was, like, the smear. You could tell he shower. put up a fight. That's yeah. for sure. He had been stabbed 27 times. He had multiple defense wounds on his hands. Like, you know, the webbing between your fingers? His was all cut. I mean, he definitely put up a fight. Oh, yeah. He was not going down without a fight. He had his throat slit and he was shot in the head. It was a very, very graphic scene. And whoever did this... (laughs) Hi, Hi. Dee. Dee makes her appearance in every podcast. Guys, this is Dee with 70s. Dee. Go get your food. Whoever did this to Travis, very obviously did this out of crime of passion. Oh, yeah. Like, this was a hateful crime. This was bad. It was disgusting. But it also looked like it had been cleaned up. But it attempted yes, to be cleaned up. A little bit. Yeah. In the 911 call, Travis's friends were already bringing up Jodice, Jody's name. Jodice's. Jodice's. <laughs> Travis Jodice's. and Jody. Jody's name to the operator. They were like, yeah, he had an ex-girlfriend named Jody. I don't know. Maybe she could have done this. But the call, the 911 call that his friends made when they found him, you could just tell they were like in shock. I mean, they I think, I like, mean, <gasps> I would be. Yeah. But then like there would also be the sense of guilt that like yeah. I've just stayed in this house for however many days. Right. Not even knowing that you were dead exactly. right here. Exactly. But it was weird that even in that state of shock, they thought of Jody immediately. Mm-hmm. So obviously it was a big red flag. But like I said, when they arrived, it looked like someone had tried to clean travis's body looked like it had been attempted to be rinsed off the bedding had been taken off the bed when police actually went into the washing machine to find the bedding they find a camera why the fuck is there a camera on the washer so they immediately are like okay this is obviously evidence and they take it they find a plethora of evidence in there as well they find a bloody palm print a 25 caliber bullet shell case some long dark hairs Oh, weird. I wonder who those belong weird. to. And that camera I just mentioned. A lot a lot of evidence to go off of. And only a couple hours after Travis's body was found, Jody calls the police to ask about the case. I don't know how she found out about that fast. Well, I'm sure. I mean, they had the same friends. Yeah. So I'm sure somebody's like, oh my God, did you hear about Travis? Your ex-boyfriend? Yeah. yeah. Have you heard about Travis? I'm yeah. so sorry. Or like maybe people started sending her condolences. I think so. Maybe you know, something like that. Yeah. yeah. But she's already calling the police and she's like, hey, what's the deal with this case? He was my boyfriend. Like, what? Which, again, stop. 
professing so much. Exactly. Stop giving yourself away. Exactly. Like, why did you call? She didn't need to. No. I think she thought it would make her look innocent if she cared enough, you know? The detective on the scene, or on the case, Esteban Flores, he was like, interesting, because I've heard about you. Yeah. <laughs> he he didn't take any shit from her right off the bat. He was like, mm, I don't like you. No, because he knew she was garbage. Yeah, like, he there knew was just something no. was up. Yeah. He was like, yeah, no. Jody immediately was like, well, I wasn't in Arizona, so I don't know what you're trying to say. I wasn't there. I was in Utah. And I haven't seen Travis since April. She shows up to Arizona for Travis's memorial like a couple weeks later. And when she gets there, she's got brown hair. Weird. Weird. She Weird. used to be a blonde. Now she's you got your hair, Jody? got brown hair. What are you hiding? And actually, when she's at his memorial, she agrees to be fingerprinted by police. Same thing as Liz Goyer. Like, like, if I cooperate, it makes me look innocent. Yeah. Like, that's what this is. Yeah. Unfortunately for Jody, they did find a match when they fingerprinted her to that bloody palm print on the wall. It belonged to Jody. And around that same time, digital investigators were able to recover the SD card on the camera from the washing machine. And that's when they make a shocking discovery. They found several, and I mean several, nude photos of Travis and Jody, and they were sexual. You could see her butthole. <laughs> Dude, those are the ones where he's like posed in the shower. I mean, <laughs> and she's like, I wanted to try something, so yeah. we needed the water in the shower. Yeah, she wanted to take angles of him taking some different pics in the shower. See, and to if you're me, watching, you can see these. those were more cringy than the sex tape or the sexting. Really? Yes. I thought they were kind of cute. Of course you did. They were adorable. <laughs> I would do that. Take some cute pics in the shower. Okay, but like, could you get better angles? Sorry, I'm touching your You're knee. You're fine. Such Are a we close. touching knees? <laughs> Should we be socially distancing? We are. But no, I thought, I mean, I get but like the reason behind taking pictures in the shower. Like they thought it but was But the whole like, time cute. she was taking these pictures, she knew she was about to kill him. Oh yeah, but he didn't know that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Pose pretty for me, baby. I'm about to off you. Besides the sexual photos on that camera, there were photos of the crime taking place. Oh, yeah. Literally yeah. Travis being murdered. The last picture on that camera is of Travis's, it's like his butt mm-hmm. up to his leg. And you can see like the blood running off, running his, off body. his body. Yeah. yeah. And you can even see someone else in the frames who appears to be Jody in the pictures. But the last picture of Travis and then the next picture that was taken was of the murder taking place we're taking not even a minute apart like milliseconds like you can see the time so she's stamp literally caught the like the moment where she's about to kill and i think that's what that was <gasps> it's almost like she took pictures of his body before because everywhere she took pictures of were places she took injuries like his back his arms and a lot of shots of him looking up of his neck it was almost like she wanted to remember what he was like what he was like before she killed him yeah yeah like literally three four of these pictures are of his neck one is just straight up his neck i know and they're all like his back him posing his back he's also just she was a really bad photographer terrible this lighting is so bad she was an awful photographer i want to pursue photography yeah but it's just super weird because it's she literally. I mean, like it's all pictures. Yeah. yeah. So they find all of that on this camera, and this, the the timestamp places Jody there on June fourth, mm-hmm. the day that she said she was making the trip to Utah, and the day that she got lost, which is also the day that Travis's time of death was to be like determined to be. Yeah. Was June fourth. So 
obviously with the pictures of him dead stamped june 4th they put it all together that jody had killed travis i don't know if you remember that weird voicemail she left him oh the the i'm over explaining everywhere that i've gone so fucked up that she left that voicemail after leaving his house yeah literally right after murdering him so calm giggling like there wasn't even a like a tinge of like holy shit what did i do in her voice shakespeare with us i'm gonna plan our future oh my god it's just it's fucked up and around this time police are also remembering that jody's grandparents had reported their 25 caliber gun missing that's the same shell casing that was found at the scene of travis's murder so obviously it's fucking jody so they arrest her and she tells place her alibi the same thing that I just told you about the road trip. She went to go see this guy named Ryan. She got miles lost. Away, yeah. Like blah 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 blah. Obviously, they don't believe a thing she's saying because they have pictures of her there naked two minutes before the crime happened. Naked. Yeah, naked. naked. Her asshole in pigtails. It wasn't even the one where she's like laid out. Yeah. And the poor detective is like. Look I'm, at gonna, I'm gonna show like I'm showing you a picture because we know you were there. Yeah. And he pulls it out and it has her covered. And he's like, I covered this for your own modesty. It looks like it could be me. Because it is, bitch. It's literally you. It's you. It's you. No, it's not your doppelganger. No. It's not your lookalike. Who else dated Travis? It looks like it could be me. It's you. Because it's you. We'll play the clip here of the interrogation. She just tries to seem so innocent. Couldn't hurt a fly. We'll play that. I've gone over this trip over and over in my mind and on paper. And even if there's still 20 some odd hours, even if you pulled over to sleep a couple of times. Did I tell you that I got stranded? Yeah. Okay. You mentioned that. If you slept for 10 hours. I only slept for Here and here. It would still leave. 18 some odd hours for something else okay this is what people are focusing on I want to know why why did you do this to him I wouldn't hurt Travis he's done so much for me there's so much evidence in that house so much and it all points to you I I lived there (sighs) I was there for months and months and months I know you took pictures of him in the shower just before he died. I don't think he would allow that. Mm-hmm. And the camera actually took a couple of photos by accident during the time that he was being killed. Really? Yeah, Jody, really. You were there. Quit playing this game. It's time for you to just come out and, I and didn't tell know. me. I'm, I did not hurt Travis. Just trying to seem like I couldn't do that. Uh-uh. Did I tell you that I got lost? Yeah. Did I tell you I got stranded? Yeah. Oh, I did? Okay. Okay. Well, did I tell you about that? Like, shut up. She was just... She A tried. terrible fucking liar. She tried. I mean, bless her. In this interrogation is also where she does the weirdest shit I've ever seen someone do in an interrogation room before. Do you think it was, like, nervous energy? So she said in an interview, like way after all the trial stuff, that um, she knew she was going to prison. So she saw carpet and thought, oh, my God, this might be the last time I ever see carpet again. That's why she did a headstand. She does a headstand 
Yeah. And then she starts singing. I think she was nervous and she realized like, oh, fuck, I'm about to spend the rest of my life in prison. I mean, so, she knew she was fucked. Yeah. She go. She's rummaging through the garbage can. I don't know if she's looking for like something to hurt herself with. How about the. After he says, we're going to have to arrest you. Yeah. And all of a sudden she burst into these crackled out yeah. tears. And she goes, this is going to show you how vain I am. But can I fix myself up first? Oh, my God. For the mugshot. And then she smiles. Yes. In the mugshot. Because she, she honestly thought yeah. that she was going to get away with yeah. it. And she didn't want anybody to see her looking bad. No. We all just saw your asshole. <laughs> yeah. We'll play that clip of her doing all that weird shit in here. so fucking weird i just i feel like it was just nervous energy i feel like whether or not like that's what she said about her knowing that she was going to go to prison or whatever like it was yeah nervous energy it was the equivalent of like basically just pacing it's like she didn't know how like her singing was to get out of her brain because it wasn't just a song that was like I've had all holy night stuck in my head for like the whole day, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> She's a beautiful voice. A beautiful and like a I have daddy issues way. Yeah. Like it's very childy. Yeah. Yes. There was a part I couldn't find the video of. There's the entire interrogation on YouTube, like we said. They're all like two hour clips, so you can watch it. And those. it's like four parts. Yeah. But there's a part in one of them where she's sitting in there by herself and she just giggles and goes, Do you hate me still? What? Did they ever like psych eval her yeah i think they did i remember hearing that they did but i don't think there was anything like off i know there were some psychiatrists who tried to say she was schizophrenic and like all this other shit but it was just like a plethora of shit robin was like okay you're just trying to get insanity yeah Yeah. so that didn't really count for anything after this interview they actually asked ryan the guy she was going to see what jody was like when she arrived and he said she seemed normal besides the fact that her hair was dyed brown and she had multiple cuts on her hands that she said she got from bartending. Dude, she like, she got from bartending? Yeah. Okay. You used to be a bartender. How many times I mean, did I you have cut your multiple, hands? I, like, I've cut myself before. But like big, big cuts, gashes? N- no, not not in um, I just stabbed somebody way. 27 times and slit their throat. Right. Like, that's not, no, <sighs> that's not been The anger to slit someone's throat. Like, she had to hold him and like, oh my God, that's so personal. That's so I mean, personal. it was vengeful. Oh, yeah. So after all of this, they arrest her. Like we said, she takes that weird mugshot of her smiling. Very Justin Bieber. (laughs) You can't touch me. Yeah. Um, And she gets extradited to Arizona while awaiting the trial because that's where the crime had taken place. Not even days later, 
she tells investigators that she actually was at Travis's house the day he was murdered. But she's not the one that killed him. No, she had multiple stories for those. Oh, yeah. Multiple. She had multiple different stories. This is just the, the first finger. one that she changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't even do it. Jody said she arrived at Travis's at 3 a.m. that night, and the two had sex and slept a slept little bit. They just slept, took a little nap, mid-road mid trip. And then when they woke up, they were taking a shower, and she was taking pictures of him in the shower when suddenly two intruders, a man and a woman, dressed in all black, came in absolutely hell-bent on so killing Travis. It's fucking ridiculous. It's insane. Like, it's the like, dumbest alibi. No like, one would have wanted story. to kill Travis besides Jody. Jody said one had a gun and one had a knife, but when the man with the gun shot at her, it didn't go off. Her life was miraculously oh spared. My God. She says that the man told her to leave, and if she said anything to anyone, they would kill her family. Oh, praise Jesus, you were saved. Yeah, she grabbed her purse off the floor and left. And just left. Just left. <laughs> Apparently, she was so terrified that she drove to Utah to pretend it didn't even happen because it was so traumatizing. She was so scared. That's how that goes. So scared, she went to a prepaid legal conference. Yeah, you just, I mean, when all else falls, go to work. Yeah, right? Scared for your life? Your lover might die? Go well, to work. Apparently, she said before she took her purse that the guy pulled out her license and read her her address and was like, oh, you're that bitch from California. Nobody cares, Jody. Nobody cares. The fact that she still tried to make herself the main character. You're that bitch from California. Yeah. I've heard about you. I know who you are. Like, no. I know who you are. No one did. No. Also, if they were, like, if you were being robbed or, like, they were coming in to murder you... You're not the main character. No. They don't give a fuck about you. This story really pissed people off because no one believed it. No, because it's ridiculous. It is so outlandish. No one would do that. It no. is so fucking Hollywood. It's a reach. It's a movie. Yeah. It's a literally, it's, it's, it's called Taken. Yeah. It's a movie. It already happened. And because of this, the uh, Mara, Maricopa, yeah, Maricopa. Maricopa County Attorney's Office filed to seek the death penalty because they said that Jody was truly an evil person. In their words, they said she was cruel, heinous, and depraved. So they thought this bitch deserved to die. Which, I don't agree with the death penalty, but put her, I, put her to bed. I, I mean, night-night, bitch. Like, <laughs> I feel like yeah. you have, you thought this thing out so much. You Which knew exactly is, what you were doing. It was so yeah. calculated. That you deserve to die, too. I don't feel bad. She even turned her license plate upside down. I mean, she knew what the fuck she was doing. Yeah. And even, didn't she get pulled over for her license yeah. plate? Yeah, that was one of her excuses to Ryan as to why she was late to Utah. It's because she, she got, got pulled, pulled over. over. That takes 18 hours. Oh, I'm sorry. I was just a dumb girl. I just got I, pulled over. I didn't hours. know that this had a way to go. Yeah. That was the only thing she didn't think through was how long she was there for and how long the drive took. Like, if she was going to do it, she should have went and visited a friend that lived in Arizona. But I guess that would have looked suspicious, But that would have been, like, yeah. too much then. Because, yeah. like, when did she ever she go to been there. and visit a different friend? Right. She always went to Travis's. Right. She thought she was smart. And she was in some cases, but also wasn't. I mean, she, to her credit, which is a lot for me to say, this was kind of smart. Not in the, I killed my ex-boyfriend because he didn't want me anymore way, but she really gave this thought. Like, there was a yeah. lot of, I, she thought about this. Yeah. She was as smart as she could be, I guess, about yeah, a murder. If that's a good way to put it. Like yeah. that is, it's you're you're not a career criminal. 
you're right. just a whore who didn't like that somebody didn't like you anymore. Yes, precisely. And you refused to take your toys and leave. So you just offed him. You just killed him. Four years later, oh, it took forever. the trial finally began in January 2013. And the prosecution gets up first and... They start beginning to tell their side of things. Basically, everything I just told you about how she's super fucking guilty and all the evidence they have. And that there's no way that she didn't kill him. Yeah. There's no way. They show all the evidence in every photo of the crime scene. And it's just super hard for the, his family Could you imagine? and his I mean, church. Like, they get to see him hit almost completely decapitated, first of all. And his blood everywhere. And then they start to see nude photos of him. Him well, having you basically sex. to hear about how he wasn't as pure as he thought. Yeah. And they were all super Mormon. So not, this was a bit hard for him if he was, a, like for them to accept if he was alive, let alone when he's dead. It's super confusing for them because that creates an anger towards Travis. Yes. Yeah. But they can't, they feel like they can't be angry because right. he's dead. You know, I mean, and it's it, very hard for the family. His and dirty his truths were told. Yeah. And that's a hard pill to swallow and for any family the part that pisses me off about this case is his dirty truths didn't need to be told if jody would have just complied if she would, but she wasn't going to no and she wanted to take him down with her i mean she and tried to that. make it seem that he was a pedophile that's yeah that's the next case i was going to bring up is after the prosecution makes their case um it's the defense's turn and a couple days later jody actually decides that she wants to take the stand which is super rare in cases, a lot of the time, the defendant won't take the stand. It's just the lawyer. Mm -hmm. But I read that Jody and her lawyer did not get along at all. Like, <laughs> I don't feel like she was an easy person to get no. along with. No, and apparently she tried to use, like, sex, like, kind of like Casey Anthony, mm -hmm. in a way. Oh, and, Casey. Yeah. And apparently, like, she would try to, the, or her lawyer would try to get the truth out of her, and he just couldn't. Mm -hmm. She would just lie and lie. And it was so hard for him. And his only goal was just to make sure she didn't get the death penalty because he was like, dude, fuck it. Do your own thing. He even tried to get off the case. Yeah. And they wouldn't let him because Jody wanted to do it herself. And he was like, fuck, let her. And yeah, the, the judge was herself. like, no, she can't. Which is, I feel like, a big telltale sign. But yes. when Jody gets up on the stand, she tells yet again another version of the story. This time, saying she killed Travis in self-defense after a long history of abuse, which automatically made no sense because she had done several TV interviews. Once again, we are having technical difficulties. <laughs> Sorry for those watching, but Jody had gone on several TV interviews, and which is so weird. No, she... It, it was, again, I'm going to continue to... Make it look like I'm innocent. Yeah. So I'm going to say way too much. Exactly. Just as much as possible. She, like you said, she even went on an, on an interview and was saying, like, I don't think a jury will ever convict me. I mean, but that's exactly what she said. Yeah. Like she said that, like, there's no way that they would ever convict her because she is a woman. Yeah. And she said she didn't think she would ever spend a day in prison. She was really confident. I mean, she was extremely confident yeah. that she was going to get away with it. But in these interviews, she was also talking about how Travis was so kind and so loving. She would never hurt him. She would never do anything to him because he was just a great guy, a loving person. But he was a pedophile. Which is... It's what you said. Bizarre because the new version of her story is that all of a sudden, he was this big abuser and this pedophile and she killed him in self-defense. She says that... When she was taking pictures of him in the shower, she dropped the camera and he got so mad, he choked her and body slammed her. So she stabbed him 27 times, slit his throat, and shot him in the head out of self-defense. Because she dropped the camera. Yeah. 
because that makes sense yeah she said that she blacked out after all that she doesn't remember stabbing she couldn't, re- she couldn't she remember, remember what happened until she was in the car driving no yep it was everything she said she just screamed and then drove away and couldn't remember any of it yep. she blacked out again everyone pretty much knew this is just another life from jody no one really believed it but still the defense had to show their arguments somehow yeah. and so jody actually tried saying that Travis had hurt her so much that she broke her finger once because he was so mad. And she holds her finger up I in can't court. Even do it. Like, me here, neither. Like, here, but she, like, like bends okay, it. No, bend. Yeah. That's what she did. Yeah. This is how she bad her finger is. Bends it like. in some weird ass way. But the prosecution debunked this super fast because they found a picture of her with her sister. Yeah, with her sister days after the murder with her hand just fine. Just completely so fine. So after Travis was already dead, he didn't do that to her. No, he she, didn't attack her. Yeah, no. She he probably did like it herself. No, he didn't do that. He didn't He didn't abuse her. He may have been aggressive in sex, but nothing she didn't agree to. But that was even during the interrogation when she said, did anything happen to you when those guys came into the house? Like when the, when yeah. the first initial story. Yeah. And she was like, well, I mean, I have some cuts on my hand. Yeah. That's it. that's it yeah it was it was nothing it had no no backbone to what she was saying there was again no one no one believed her but like i said she even tried saying that he was a pedophile and that she once caught him masturbating to a photo of a child even though the police never found any evidence of child porn she just ran his name through the mud oh yeah she tried saying that the police deleted the child porn off his laptop which just wasn't true at all they had gone through it because because that's what cops do right because they they just wanted to frame jody like that makes sense right like that's that's what happens yeah but she tried saying they did that but they didn't they they looked they did and they didn't find any child porn so this was just (laughs) because it didn't exist it was just bullshit and one of their arguments for this actually was that one time when they were having phone sex and Jody was secretly recording their phone sex conversation. Which is super creepy. Super. That's a. Like, that's why? against the law. Like what? Because she she wanted to get some she evidence. She knew out what of him. she was doing. She premeditated this. She wanted to have something to hold over his head. Yeah. She even tried to leak. She threatened Travis that she was going to leak this tape. But in it, after they both finish, Travis said, "You sound like a twelve-year-old girl having an orgasm for the first time." And they used this as evidence in court. They played the whole sex tape. And it was over an hour and a half long of just, like, awful fake moaning from Jody And Travis so being like, gross. yeah, do you, you like, like that? that? Do, do you, you like, like it? it? You naughty yeah. girl. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was just it was gross. disgusting. And Jody even admitted that she faked the orgasm in that phone call. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's, just, it's like screaming. It's like, ah, ah. <laughs> it's bad. It's so bad. It's so gross. It's so fake, too. And so they tried saying that that meant he was a pedophile. And that's a weird thing to say. You know, like, it's weird. I understand where he was going with it, though. You know what I mean? Like, he was saying that, like, oh, my God, you sounded like you just discovered what sex was. Like, and that was their role play thing, though. Like That was always their thing. Yeah, that she was the naughty girl and he was going to punish her. Mm-hmm. Like, she had the pigtails on the pictures and she liked it. And even after he made this comment, she egged it on. Like, 
and made her hornier. So how was how did that make him a pedophile? You're just you're saying bullshit. She that's, just wanted something to cover her no. own ass. And I mean, that's literally all that was. Yeah. And she just, like I said, obliterated mm-hmm. Travis's reputation. She just wanted to take him down with her. And she really tried. I mean, she kind of did. Not like in a way where people thought Travis was a terrible pedophile, but in a way where she got his dirty laundry aired out on live TV in a courtroom. Someone who was Mormon, you can now hear him having sex. Yeah. If you just look it up. Like, that sucks. That sucks for him. That's just really humiliating. And it sucks for his family and friends. I had to sit there and listen. I just, I couldn't. No. I couldn't. People were leaving the room. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of Jody's defense was just about this alleged abuse and none of it could be proved. And in May 2013, Jody Arias was found guilty of first-degree murder and sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole. Thank fuck. But Thank this fuck. was a death penalty case, and the only reason she didn't get the death penalty is because two jurors couldn't agree. And when they read that Jody was guilty, she was absolutely shocked. Like, she really thought... that she Because, again, she legitimately this. thought that she was going to get out of yeah. it. She legitimately she thought, thought she was so that, good. Like, they're not going to do anything. Yeah. They're going to believe me. All yep. of it. She thought that. She thought that. And at least she escaped the death penalty that time. But they actually wanted to retry for the death penalty again, which wouldn't mean they have to go through the whole case all over again. It just basically meant that they would redo the vote, I guess. Mm-hmm. So kind of present all the evidence. I don't think Jody even had to be there. I don't know. No, I don't think she did. Yeah, it wasn't like re-seeing if like she was guilty. Recount, yeah, because like they a- knew she was guilty. Yeah, I mean, the, the question of her being guilty wasn't the issue yeah it was whether or not they wanted to give her the death penalty yeah yeah exactly and so over a year later another jury deliberated on whether or not to give jody the death penalty and jody had gone back and forth in the public saying whether or not she wanted the death penalty which was just another manipulation tool of hers because travis's family was like fuck yes give her the death penalty and she was like no don't but then she was like wait yeah i deserve it well because again it gave her the spotlight she wanted yeah which is the only thing she cared about and i also think that she thought by saying she that if she said she wanted the death penalty it was like reverse psychology yeah that they would be like well if she wants it fuck her don't give her that don't give it to her yeah and i think that's what she she was yeah yeah trying to do with that a little bit but she i don't know she I can't see this is something that confuses me about this case is I can't tell if I think Jody's smart or stupid because there are things that she did where I'm like that's so smart but uh, like there's times where it's just like she's swimming and starts drowning herself and it's like how did you think anyone would believe that she's I think she's she's crazy it's because she's crazy well and that's I mean (laughs) she believed her own bullshit yeah you know, so like if that, you believe it, it so believable to an, yes. an extent for some people. Yes. Yeah. Because I mean, she's been able to manipulate her way in and out of so many things for so long, for so long Yeah. that she thought she would be able to do the same thing with us, which yeah. is exactly why she started doing interviews even against her lawyer's wishes. Yeah. Because she was going to bury herself. But she thought she wouldn't. Mm-hmm. She thought she would make Because she was a better. narcissist. True narcissist. She liked the sound of her own voice. In this second deliberation, Jody was still swearing that it was self-defense, even though it was obviously premeditated, like we said. I mean, between her hair being dyed a few days before, the rental car, the gas cans, the voicemail, 
the entire trip is premeditated. Her going to see this guy mm-hmm. that she just randomly was like, hey, let me come visit you. Let me drive a really a long, long time. time. Yeah. Yeah. It was obviously premeditated and everyone knew that. So something I found super infuriating when I was researching all of this was when Jody decided, oh my God, to hold up a t-shirt that said survivor on it in purple writing like she was this big victim of domestic violence which is just a big fuck you in the face to anyone who really is that is so terrible she believed her own bullshit she did telling her stop crying crying like she was like this abused poor little victim anyone that is being abused buy my shirt buy it because you're not alone you know alone. the fact that she tried to like monetize in prison in prison yeah. like she was trying to be a prison boss yeah like i'm gonna be a lady boss she kind of was though i mean she's she was gonna be a lady boss yeah. no matter what that was her argument for the second defense was yep. i'm gonna do so good in jail i'm gonna plant a garden do so good in jail. that's what she was saying she Goals. was because it was it was death penalty or life in prison. And so she was trying to argue that if she spent her life in prison, she would that do she good would for the jail. rehabilitate. Yeah. She but is... you're going to send your life there. Yeah. So does it really matter? No. But anyway, so once again, Jody escaped the death penalty because one person in the jury couldn't decide to give it to her. It was 11 to 1. Honestly, though... Like, if you're that one person, you're deciding if she lives or dies. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole thing. That's heavy. All of them. Yeah. All of that. So I get it. I mean, you're it. literally deciding. Yeah, I get it. Arizona actually has a law where you can only try for the death penalty twice. So they failed the first time, failed the second. So now it was life in prison for Jody, And that's what she got. Jody Ann Arias was from the rest of her life in the Perryville prison in Arizona as a high-risk prisoner. And at first, she seemed to be thriving in jail. I mean, she won a contest, a singing contest. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she sang Oh Holy Night. Weird, she sang Oh Holy Night. And she won. Did she start it? Like, hi, I'm Jody. I sang this in my interrogation. And I stabbed my ex-boyfriend and slit his throat and shot his head. Do you think they talk about that stuff? Do you think in prison she was like, and then I took a picture? I don't I, think she would. I, I think, think she would keep her mouth like, shut. In just case. like in movies where they're like, what are you in for? Yeah. I feel like she didn't even wait for anybody to ask her. She's like, hi, I'm Jody. You've seen me on TV. That's right. I stabbed him 27 times. I don't think she would admit to it, though. I think she was probably like. I think by the time. No. Like, I'm lies. I think when she got to prison, that was her golden card. Yeah. Like, that was that. The, like, I'm the girl that killed Travis Do you Travis not Alexander. know who the fuck yeah. I am? I'm on every TV in America Did right you now. not see my interview? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I feel like that was more And she was popular. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm, Until, I'm, I'm sure she made a great girlfriend. Because she was a high-risk prisoner, she got put into a cell, like a dark, scary cell by herself, which, as she should... And apparently she hates prison now. Yeah, no shit. She's fighting to get out. Did you know she had a Zoom meeting with fans? Ew. Yeah. She's got fans. I mean... She's like the female version of Ted Bundy. I was going to say, I mean, people marry other people on death row all the time. It's crazy. So crazy. Hi, this is my husband, psycho killer. He's a rapist. He raped five little boys. So we'll never have children. Yeah. But I love him. He has and a I'm good heart. Him. I can see his insides. Yeah. Just like he saw those little boys' insides it's when he ins- slashed them up. Literally. It's insane. But 
Yeah, she's got fans. I mean, boys were hitting her up saying they wanted to marry her. Is she still attractive? I don't know. Should we look that up? Let's look it up. I just found a YouTube video. Former cellmate of Jodi Arias says she's a sociopath. Well, duh. duh. I don't on, know. I'll Siri. look into that later. I want to know if she aged well. Is that weird? No, I'm dying to know. I want to know. Because, yeah. like, prison life is hard. Oh, yeah. You don't have a lot of, like, skin care. Yeah. Hair care. And she's someone who really values her and appearance. And she would be 41. Yeah. So. I am curious. Yeah. The prosecutor on this case, actually, Juan Martinez. I didn't talk about him He's a, a ton, fucking legend. But, yeah, he. He's a fucking badass. People call him the tiny lawyer because his suits were too big. <laughs> I thought that was funny. But, actually, um, he was later on accused of leaking an identity of a jury member in the Jody Arias case. And he was also accused of sexually assaulting some of the women and clerks in his office. And Jody actually tried saying that he did the same thing to her Convenient. as another effort to Convenient. try to get her sentence lessened or out of jail. Convenient. Super convenient. Super, super convenient. Um, victim Jody, of course, just had to use it. And it didn't work, luckily. She tried to use it to appeal her case. But everyone was like, shut the fuck up. Like, you fucking, you, you no. don't have a leg to the stand The boy who on. cried wolf. Like, seriously, stop it. Yeah. Jody will spend the rest of her days in prison. Of course you will. And that is the case. Of Jody, the crazy bitch Arius. Yes. If you guys have a recent picture of her, can you send it to us, though? Because I really yes. want to know. Yes. I'm dying to see. I also, if you or someone you know is a lover or formal lover <laughs> of Jody's while she was in prison, can you please contact us? Please. Because I want to know. And I also want to evaluate your brain. Yes. <laughs> What's wrong with you? Yes. I mean that in the nicest way possible. But. I don't. There's a lot about this case that I feel like we might have forgotten or didn't include because there's just so much. It's a lot to this case. It's, there's, there's a it, lot. We could honestly turn this into like a, a five-part part, series. Yeah, it could be a like, lot because there's so much into her childhood, yes. so much into Travis's. It's just the whole their relationship. Thing in general. Yeah. Yes, there's a lot. The TV interviews. There's a lot, but one of the beautiful things about this case is that you can find that all online if we miss anything and make sure to comment down below and or if you're on youtube i guess if you're on spotify you can't comment or anything but you can come to our instagram hope you guys stuck around to the end to hear about the fucked up case of jody and arius jody and travis and alexander name. really yeah that sucks i mean but i'm a great Anne. yeah Catherine Ann is a lot, though. I love Catherine Ann. I think Jody really Ann sounds like a trailer park. It does. I don't like the name Jody. Jody Ann. I don't like it. Jody. Jody. I don't think I like that name at all. Please make sure to like, subscribe, follow us share. on everything. Share with your friends. Tell your friends. Tell come, your come friends. Come on down. Yes. Go to our Instagram. Comment some cases you'd love to hear us cover. We are always down to hear some suggestions. And we want to hear feedback from you guys. Yes. I, I want to get to know all of you. Yeah. And all your little psycho brains. I know. Me too. Our little psychos. Yes. Do we have psychos? Our psychos. Our psycho family. Our baby psychos. Baby psychos. Cute. That's baby psychos. You, you guys are baby psychos. Baby psychos. <laughs> okay guys make sure to follow us on instagram twitter tiktok all that fun stuff at two cult girls it's the number two cult girls on everything and you can find my stuff at pay church p-e-y church on also everything and you can find kate it's kate far with the number eight on instagram yeah so i don't have twitter because i don't like it i love twitter 
Don't follow me on there though. That's for my private Please thoughts. Follow her. That's my diary. Go to it. <laughs> Just kidding. It. You can follow me anywhere you, you want. We're it. all friends here, right? We're all friends. We're all I hope friends. So. Yeah. I hope so. This is a bonding experience for sure. <laughs> I'll say that. <laughs> all right, guys. We will see you next Wednesday with another crazy bitch. We'll see you Wednesday. Bye. 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 <laughs>